There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Tuesday, October 8, 2019. What's up? My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the show. Musta? Happy New Week. Hope uh, hope your weekend was good. Uh, so let's dive right into it. Sabi ko sa, ano, sabi ko sa mga last podcast ko na susubukan ko maging mas positive at first but i'm going to tackle some heavy stuff cuz i i don't know why ah yung mga negative things parang mas <laughs> mas marami ako nasasabi i guess because positive things once you you know once it's positive you're like okay it's good which i guess that's why the less there is to say the better it is whoa okay uh let's talk about what i did over the weekend anong ginawa ko over the weekend um okay so nung kailan ba yan sabado ng Joker. I watched the Joker movie and damn, what a weird movie, man. I, okay, so everybody's giving a lot. I'm, okay, first of all, no spoilers. I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna try my best not to spoil. No, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna spoil it because I hate spoilers. Nicholas spoiled. Don't worry. But that movie was. Um, whew, I don't even know how to explain. That movie was fucking weird, man. It was. It was a okay for just to. Get it out of the way. Well, Keen Phoenix was very, very, very good. And if you're going to see the movie, there's no other reason. I mean, there's no better reason. You don't need a, rather, you don't need another reason to watch it. As in, ganun, ganun ka, ano, ganun ka galing yung acting. Na, you have to see it just to see him. Uh, in terms of the storyline, without going into spoilers, I thought it was very basic. <laughs> Which I guess you don't need to really overcomplicate things. Actually, sa totoo, yung mga movies na ganyan, uh, they call them, I think they're called character-driven films. Kasi isa lang, it's, usually, it's just about really what this one dude. There's no, they don't really focus on any other characters. Uh, speaking of, since it is a Joker movie, you're gonna wonder how much of this is, is like, how much of Batman will there be? And it's super minimal. Like super, like if you're a Batman fan, if you're expecting like some Easter eggs or something, nah, it's the it's the typical origin stories, but it's set, you know, it's set before Batman became Batman. Still, Bruce Wayne's a kid, so yun. Um, so it's really it, when it comes to these movies, it where it focuses on one character, you have to really have the act. Well, first of all, the acting has to be phenomenal, which it is, um, at least from the main actor. Uh, but the storyline. Sometimes it, it, they they try to overcomplicate it, which is I guess uh, maybe because you know it's just one person, so they're like, oh, we got to make it super complicated so that we can delve into the emotions of the this singular character na hina highlight natin sa movie. But for me, parang okay lang. It's it's it, you don't have to really get super complicated. And I guess that's what they try to do in this movie, and I get it. <coughs> Sorry, I'm also recovering from a very bad cough. I still have a bad cough right now. <clears throat> um so yeah it was it was simple but also there are parts of the story for me where I thought huh that's kind of weird and then you're going to start well it's not a spoiler again but J- the joker is a very 
he's a chaos character, right? You don't really know what's real or not when you're talking, you know, or when you're listening to him. So I guess it portrays in the movie. So there's some parts where you're like, what is going on? So Yun, that's all I'm going to say. For me, I enjoyed the acting. The movie itself will leave you feeling really, really down and like freaking sad and really like, damn, you know. Which leads to the question, like, is this movie, because there's a lot of critics and, and pundits. Pundits, pa? P-U-N-D-I-T-S. What does pundits mean? I, I, I'm using it. I don't even know what it means. Pundit on Google says, an expert in a particular subject or field who is frequently called out on to give opinions about it to the public. Oh. Okay, pundits. Oh, I thought pundit was a bad thing. Well, I guess it, it could. Okay, so there are pundits, meaning among our movie, movie reviewers who don't really like the movie. My movie critics, they don't really like the movie because you know, it's like they're saying it, it it's glorifying this this uh very how do you call it? Very uh shit, what's the word? Complicated and oh shit, I don't know the word. Very dis, very bad character. But they're trying to empathize with a very bad character. And there's some parts where you're like you feel bad for him, but the, there are also parts where you're like that's not right. But anyway, Joker movie, long story short, should you watch it? Yes. Should you watch it in theaters? It's it's really up to you. There's no like visual spectacle that I think you're like, because there's some movies, kahit hindi super, let's say, maganda yung acting or whatever, like it's not critically rated high. There's some movies that are like, damn, you need to go watch that in the theaters. Like, for example, Ready Player One, which I didn't really like that much, but seeing it in theaters is what made me enjoy it for what it was. Because if I watch Ready Player One's, uh, like, say, Netflix, I think it would, a lot of the awesomeness of the movie would get lost. So for Joker, not really. Eh. It's a dramatic movie, slow pace. You don't need a big screen, which I watched in Director's Club, by the way. Because there's no screening time na convenient. So, yun. <coughs> I'll try to edit out those coughs. Um, so, yeah, it's... No, I'm not going to edit it out. Anyway, uh, yeah, watch The Joker, but you don't have to watch it in theaters right away if you ask me. But if you do, let me know what you think. Tweet me. Or no, tweet no, tweet me. Instagram me at Tevez of the Best. Okay, moving on. After Saturday, what uh, Oh, this this is the... Okay, so we I went with Reese, my friend Reese of the Foodie Station, by the way, since if you're a Hala Hala Show fan, a uh, little, little insight, a little uh, behind-the-scenes sneak peek. We finally recorded our first guesting, and it's with our friend Reese of the Foodie Station. It's going to be called Tres Leches. I don't know. I think it might release this week, so look out to that. But if you're the first ones hearing about it right now, we haven't posted anything about it, so that's what you get for listening to me. Next! Okay, so I went with Reese. We went to two food um, places. Oh, I cough again. <coughs> two food places. Um, the first one was this place along Katipunan Extension. It's called Seyas, S-E-Y-A, apostrophe S, Seyas. It's short for Isaiah's, and his nickname is Seya. He's like the chef there. And it's really good, huh? I mean, it's a, it's, it's Filipino food, mostly fam, uh, mostly sh- for sharing sizes. Their ribs, I was surprised that. Huh? Their ribs that they served there, it was less, it was like 360 something pesos. But that shit was good for like three or four people. It was such a, it's such a big plate of ribs. So, man, if I would go there, I would get that. Their uh, dinakdakan was super good. To be honest, I don't know the difference between dinakdakan and sisig, except for, like, maybe there's a few key ingredients that are different. 
I don't know if it's mayo because I know that I've seen sisig with mayo din eh. So if you know what the difference between dinakdakan and sisig is, let me know. But their dinakdakan I highly recommend. Um, trying to think what else was, was super stand out there. I like their suman, their dessert. Their suman was really good. Um, we didn't get to try their breakfast meals because we went there lunchtime. But they're open every day except for Monday, just so FYI. And the price range is is not bad. Uh, if you go with somebody for sharing, you probably won't spend more than 600 together total. I mean, if you get like one big dish and maybe an appetizer and some rice. Uh, if you get dessert, less than a thousand basically is what I'm trying to say for two or three people depending on how big your appetite is. And we had a lot of dishes. Like, this is where my story will go from super good to kind of like, whoa. <laughs> so after that... uh we went to another food stop. Uh, if you're ever curious about food trips and stuff or how the foodie station works or just how when you go, you know, how food invites work, listen to the Halala show, our first guesting with Reese. It's, it's pretty interesting. We actually didn't, you know, we, we, I didn't know how long it would last, but we were at 45 minutes and I, we still hadn't asked all the questions that I, I felt like we should, we could have asked. So maybe we're going to do more guestings of her in the future. But, uh, so Seiya's was great. I highly recommend it. Bring somebody there. Yung, yung problema lang dun is parking. So if you're gonna drive, try to avoid doing that. If you have, if you can grab better, uh, or if, yeah, actually, cause it, walang ane, it's a, it's a one way lane, one going left, and I mean, sorry, it's just one lane going forward, one lane going the other way. So, uh, unless it's heavy traffic, I think ginagawa nilang parang two way, but like illegally. You know what I mean? Not illegally, but like there's, they, they do it so that's, to to uh, counter the flow of traffic, but Katipunan an extension closer to Ortigas than like QC, yeah. uh, So like if you if you're coming from Edsa, soup, Edsa northbound, thus you're gonna make a right to White Plains. So when you're heading down White Plains, so you make the left onto Katipunan an extension. It's literally like two minutes down after you make that left to Katip extension. So maybe that paints a picture for you. But it's called Seyas S E Y A apostrophe S. You can waze it. I think you can. Oh, let me. You know what? Let me get there. Instagram, so you, so that you can follow along with my voice. I, you know what? I'm gonna start doing that before I talk about food. So for the next restaurant, I'll do it. So it's called Seya's Kitchen on Instagram. S e y a s k i t c h e n. Okay, cool. And then the next thing that we went to, Reese and I, we uh, we drove Reese drove. Well, we I drove, I drove Reese's car. We uh, hold on, <coughs> man. This cough is a pain in the ass. I don't have a cough button, so but uh, thanks for sticking with me. The next place we went to is called Bites by Stylise. Uh, actually, it's it's uh, Elise Hoson, uh, the actress. She owns that place. It's in Mandaluyong. Small place. You won't see it unless you're looking for it. So I guess that's an issue if you're for them rather if if they're you know for their foot traffic and stuff. So most of their market comes from you know, Elise's fans, but also I guess from people around the area. There's a Kanto Freestyle by the way over there. So shout out to Kanta Freestyle, shout out to to Chef Arch. Kanta Freestyle is one of my favorite places. So, you know, if you don't like it at at the Bites by Stylies, uh, go ahead and uh, go to Kanta Freestyle right across. So Bites, um, I'm trying to load their Instagram, but my my Instagram is not working. Oh, Bites by Stylies, B I T S. That was by B Y Stylies, S T Y L I S S E. So it's called that because Stylies used to be a clothing shop that Elise used to run there, but then they just changed it into a uh, a restaurant. It's uh, their Instagram is bites dot stylise b i t s dot s t y l i s s e. Oh God, guys, I'm dying. 
Okay, a kill. Uh, it's a cool. It's a cute little place. It's a Moroccan theme that uh, or Moroccan design uh, inspired uh, theme inside. And what I would recommend there, their milkshakes are pretty good. Uh, they have these things called secret fries, which at least try to fashion. I'm calling her at least like we're friends. Uh, which at least try to fashion over uh animal styles animal style fries from in and out in if you've ever had in and out in the state so it's the best burger for me their fries are good yung kulang lang sa secret fries ni Elise is there's no cheese it's just like the the dressing which i don't know what she use but i'm guessing it's thousand island which is what in and out uses and then there's some uh, on, like caramelized onions on top and then the fries the fries are thicker though they're not like the in and out fries na parang french fries ng McDo. it's like the uh, you know those like cut fries? I don't, I, I don't know what you call them. They, they like, they're like fries, but my weight, they look wavy. But they, they look, they're in the shape of a fry. Shit, what do you call those? Huh. Uh, what else is good? Oh, their salt and vinegar wings were so salt and vinegary. Like they were good. I'm not, that, I mean that in a good way. It, if you're gonna get, go there, at least get that. Because first of all, I've never had, a dry rub na salt and vinegar wings. I don't think so. Unless you guys know any wings places that you can recommend to me. That place was... That that that, that was the best for me, actually, now that I think about it. Mm. Their other dishes were so-so for me. Uh, their burger... Their little burger sliders, are, they're called hugot burgers. Uh, it's more for the gimmick. Honestly, I didn't think they were, they were that great. But the salt and vinegar wings is something that I would... You know, if I was in the area, I was like, I might stop by there. But it's really a good place to study. So, pag taga, ano... Mandalu yung mandalu yung kayo. Maybe it's a good place to sit down. Maybe grab a drink, grab a milkshake, study there. Malamigan, lamig ng aircon, so it's nice. Uh, it's along. It's here on on their Instagram. They're along San Joaquin Corner, Santo Nino Street, Mandalu yung. So if you know where that is, I randomly, if you happen to know where that is, go there. Uh, try it out. But for me, out of the two restaurants, Seya's was the better one, and it's the place that I would probably return to. A because it's closer to me, and B because I think that. Their food is worth going to. Oh, I didn't. For, I didn't talk about their decor, by the way. I'm talking about Seiya's. Ang ganda ng decor. Para siyang ano? Very, very cozy Pinoy balay dako. If you ever been to balay dako in in uh, Tagaytay, parang ganun. It's that. It's not obviously. It's not. Doesn't have the view, but it's that. Like in terms of inside, it's got that. Is it rustic? I don't know what you call that. Very traditional. Parang Pinoy na Pinoy na design. Ganda. Okay. Cool. So that's what I did over the Sunday. Oh, okay. That's why I told you. <coughs> I, I told you that it, it, there's a part of that story that was going to be kind of uh, bad, right? <clears throat> so me being my low EQ self, and I talked about it on a previous podcast where I said that I was sh- trying to eat slow. I completely failed that. Uh, uh, you know, over time, it just went back to my normal eating habits. And oh boy, ladies and gentlemen, grabe. I ate so much yesterday that right, uh, no, two days ago. That until yesterday, actually until now, I still kind of feel it. It came to the point when I was dry out oh, uh, because we were uh, after we ate at uh, bites. We went. We I had to drive back to uh, the station, and it was. It felt like there was a sharp pain in my upper stomach, to the point that I felt like I needed to go to the hospital. I ate so much. It felt like I something. I've never had anything pop inside my stomach like a like appendicitis or whatever, but I felt like that's what it felt like. I felt like I was there was somebody stabbing me with a knife. Ang sakit. And then when I got to the bathroom, the station in RX, I threw up. 
I, that's how it was. I threw. I didn't force myself to throw. I had to. I had to throw up naturally because I was so full. And while I was throwing up, no one knows this. Uh, well, maybe somebody does, but I was like, I literally, I was like, I had like a little mini breakdown, for real. I was like crying, not crying like hagulgul. Like I was just there were tears coming out of my eyes. Not not well, a because of the pain, but b I was just like reflecting upon my decision that day to eat like a fucking savage. Oh man, I was like, I because I I was eating, I ate clean the whole week, no Monday through Friday. I did good. I went to the gym. I felt good, and then I fucked it all up, man. And you know, while I, while I was there, I was like, I was in like in a pool of vomit and self pity. It was like, why, why did you, why do you do the things you do, JC? Why can't I say no to the food in front of me like that? I really like. I had. I was crying a little bit because I was sad. I was so upset with myself. That I ruined my progress from the last week, and that you know, uh, in the moment, it felt good. But then, I never, I always have. You know, when you get drunk, lang. When you get drunk, that was the next day. You're like, I'm never drinking again, diba. And then, of course, down the line, you do it again. For me, I want it to stick. Eh? I want to say, I'm never gonna overeat like that again. I want it. Parang gusto ko panindigan yun. Like I want to be like, yeah. I'm not gonna do that shit again. And I don't know if yesterday, uh, two days ago was a wake up call, but I, I hope that it is. And, you know, someone told me that uh, I need to change my relationship with food. And I think I do. Because, you know, A, I don't eat, I don't really savor the food. I mean, I do. That's the thing when people say eat slow. I eat, I eat, even if I eat fast, I love the food. I think people seem to think that I don't appreciate the food as much if I eat it faster. I, I, I don't, I want to get that out of the way that I do. It's just the fact that I guess that I have to really think about what I'm putting into my body. That's what I mean by changing my relationship with food. And I need to work on that. Grabe, it was such a, <coughs> man, it was such a heavy, it was such a heavy feeling, literally and figuratively that night. Uh, but I was able to, you know, you know, after a few poops and some throwing up and some little warm water, some light walk, walking around the office, I was able to get rid of that. And we were able to record the Halala show. But man, I was really, I was off my game that night. Oh, so yeah, I, if you ever had that kind of feeling, I feel you. Don't worry. Uh, right now, uh, I ate clean yesterday. So Tuesday, today's Tuesday. So I'm hoping to eat clean today. I'm going to make it to the end of the week and then hopefully that this, this shitty feeling that I'm feeling right now goes away. And, uh, yeah, nothing, there's nothing really. It's all on me. There's no, nothing else, no one to blame but myself. So yun lang. Um, my, that's my learning lesson for the weekend. Um, ano pa ba? What else can I say? I'm trying to still figure out a format for this podcast. I know a lot of people actually have listened and I'm really, um, who did I? Someone, someone messaged me on Instagram. And said that they randomly found it lang as a suggestion sa, ano, sa Spotify. I think it was Nate, Nate Alva. Thanks, Nate Alva, for doing that. Shout out also to Cholo, pop, uh, Popcorn Cholo, who, who, uh, who, I know, who listens to, uh, to me. And thank you for shouting out the Halala show and, um, and the, and this podcast actually on your podcast. Oh, by the way, if you, if you want to listen to another podcast about pop culture, Except for the Halala show. Popcorn with Cholo on Spotify. It's pretty good. It's really good, actually. That's not pretty good. It's really good. Actually, he's well more informed. He's way more informed than Rika and myself. He does way more research. His Instagram page is way better than ours. 
uh effort nga and I really like you should support him because he's, he does a great job and he has guests on his show that talk about pop culture and it's it's really like it's up to date sometimes I'll listen to an episode I'm like didn't that just happen yesterday because the show we record once a week lang eh. so it's like sometimes when you listen you're like yeah I know but it's old news man his stuff is hella updated so popcorn with cholo shout out my man thank you for that shout out okay what else? What else? I've been watching South Park on Netflix. I love South Park. This season, or the season that's on Netflix, I think it's season 21 or whatever that I'm watching, the latest one on Netflix. It's not as good as the last two seasons. There's no overarching story like there was in the last, the last one and then the one, no, actually the one before that was my favorite. But so there's some seasons which have like an overarching storyline. Cause normally South Park, it's like an A. It's like set in one episode lang. Parang ano, parang Simpsons and Family Guy. There's not like continuing story. So the last few seasons had kind of been like that. This season feels a little bit different. It, there's still some like, you know, they, they still bring some things from the previous episode to the next one. But parang it's, it's just more tackling on the cult, uh, different topics, which South Park is good at. Like they, they, they're somehow so, they're somehow able to tackle heavy things like suicide and, um, and like Facebook trolling without being super offensive. It's offensive. It's an offensive show, man. But it's not, I mean, you know, I think it's, you have to have a certain level of understanding of that it's, it's a, it's a parody or it's a, not that you should ever make light of suicide, but I think they, like, I don't know, South Park just, they know how to do it. Like there was one episode way back, hold on, I gotta cough. <coughs> way back in the day that kind of made fun of, um, not made fun. It was like, they they talked about I think autism or something and then like the the there there's an official group like the autism society whatever in the U S actually commended the South Park creators for bringing awareness to it so they try to do it to not only bring awareness but they they do it in a offensive but sensitive manner if that makes sense well I mean South Park if you're a South Park fan you know what I mean man so yeah that's what I've been watching I haven't caught up on my book I'm a freaking loser I know. The, the success principles that I keep talking about, honestly, I stopped reading. I gotta get back into it. I know. I know. So, I'm, I know you're disappointed in me, uh, book readers out there. I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, last thing I want to talk about, um, since there is no set format for this podcast, and I'm going to talk a little bit longer today, I guess, now. Um, it's uh, on the Halala show, we talk about, you know, stuff that happens in pop culture and what happens locally as well. But there are some topics that we avoid uh, because we we don't really want to be super bum, bumming out or de- depressing. Or I don't want to use that word. We don't want to be like super negative or like bring down the vibes or whatever. <coughs> but I figured since it's my solo podcast and, um, you know, if you just want to hear my thoughts on it, there's some things that I do want to talk about. Um, uh, we'll probably save – I'll save the things for like there's that art, the Van Gogh shit that happened on Twitter. Like someone – was gatekeeping the Van Gogh thing, which I thought was weird, but we'll talk about that on the Halala show because it's a little bit lighter. But uh, a few weeks ago on the Halala show, we did talk about um, cancel culture and how there is these like leaks of uh well first there's like leaks of a group chat. We didn't talk about that, but there's like this uh, Twitter user that called out these dudes in a in a thing that happened last the year before, right? So call out can uh, call out culture and canceled canceled culture. And a f- uh, I think a week and a half ago, so this is a more heavy thing. So if you, uh, you know, I'll try to be as sensitive as possible, but still share my thoughts on it. There was a, um, 
a leak of a group chat of a fraternity called uh called Sigma Rho S I G M A R H O and I think it was the one in UP. If my facts are wrong, please correct me. But basically, long story short, there's a group chat of a of a fraternity that leaked, and uh, there were names that were involved. There were pictures, uh, and because of this, and these 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 screen captions, screen grabs of these group chats, if I'm not mistaken, were years ago, like a year or two years ago. So they were released this year, but they were from two years ago. So that's just the, that's just the context of what I'm going to talk about. So. Uh, last week, or a little bit, maybe almost two weeks by the time that you're listening to this now, uh, there's somebody, um, one of the group chat members who was ridiculed and bashed for the, the participation in the group chat and in the fraternity, uh, committed suicide. And, you know, you know, after that happened, shit went, became real. You know, the, the people who were, whose words were just behind the keyboard, you know, a lot of them deleted their shit. A lot of them even, empathize with like or even like you know whatever bashing that they did to this person they they switch sides and they're like you know you, you were such a whatever they were showing their condolences and stuff and to me i'm like man that's the fakest shit i ever seen man you know like you can we talked about it on the halala show like i think it was last mix or the mix before Oh, so go check that out. Not, not, this not, I'm not using this promotion. I'm just saying that I don't want to delve into it because I've already talked about it on there. But basically, dude, you cannot, you cannot just call people out like that and expect like that shit not to affect anybody. You know? <coughs> like, there is so much negativity, man. Like, even now, like on Twitter, like if you go on Twitter and you just see somebody call out something, like, dude, what? What is the? Just scroll past it, dude. You know, unless these people hurt you or whatever. So I get like, okay, so you know the thing with frat-related violence and, and you know and impunity and whatever, dude. I support that. Obviously, you know it's a common sense. Who wants violence? Who wants you know impunity or whatever? By the way, I know that word now because I looked it up like before. But let me just read it in case you see it on. Twitter and you're like, you support it, but you don't even know what it means. Impunity means exemption from punishment or freedom from the injurious consequences of an action. So basically, uh, a lot of people are saying that frats have impunity because they, whatever they do, they seem to not get punished for it. That's what it means. That's why the hashtag is end impunity. So now you know, right? So <coughs> going back to it, you know, when this, when this member, uh, you know, uh, Killed, killed himself, committed suicide. It it really shows the 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 reality of these words, man. Because you think it's all fun and games, right? You know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never harm me. That shit is is an outdated saying in this day and age. Words can hurt m- much more than 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 sticks and stones. I'm telling you right now. Uh, I talked about it in the last podcast about my weight, right, and how you know how people can just say shit and just like. They don't know the consequences. It's the same thing with canceled culture. These are people who don't know you. You know, uh, that's what really pisses me off. Okay, let me, I'm going to share a story. This might be a long one, so I'm going to share it now because only the people who really were listening all the way will hear it. But so I had a basher before on, uh, on online. It was for something that I did. 
And I'm not, it was, you know, it was, it was a personal thing that happened. And did I do something bad? I did. I did. I did. I did do something bad. And which I apologize to the person who I hurt directly. I apologize to them directly. And, you know, it was a personal thing involving me and another person. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to go into the details. If you know my, if you know me personally, you probably know it, but I started getting a basher. And I don't know if it was multiple bashers, just one basher who had a lot of time. And, you know, at first I thought it was the person who I had, who I had hurt. So if, if that was the case for me, okay lang. But it came to the point where it became obvious it wasn't that person na. Eh. So now I'm being attacked by somebody who I, I mean, hopefully, I don't know. I never found out who it was, but I'm guessing they don't know me, you know? And they're attacking you and they're saying all this shit about you. They don't know shit about you. And to hear these things coming from somebody that you don't know, you'll, you'll take that shit personally. Of course, I never responded at all, ever. But, you know, there's some people who do and then they get the backlash of it. Like, damn, dude. So maybe I'll talk more about that in the future as well. But imagine you saying something and then getting called out on it. And then just people who don't know you start to shit on you and they don't know you man you know like okay for example right now we'll talk about it on the halala show i'm sure but that one artist who said that you know van the van gogh um exhibit that they're gonna hold in bgc this october or whatever it's it's like a it's like not a good you know you should you should go see van gogh paintings in real life instead of going to this um exhibit and, you know, of course the comment was like, yeah, okay, that's not really, I mean, what if, you know, a lot of people can't afford to go to see real Van Gogh. So why are you kind of gatekeep, gatekeeping this, uh, this thing? Like, why do you feel like only people who can afford to see Van Gogh can go, should really go see Van Gogh paintings? Why is this like less? And she was also calling out like how the exhibit would be for Instagram. Like people will just go there to take photos. And to me, I understand what her gripe is, but I, when I, if I were to read that, I would not be like, hey, you're wrong. Like, I get, it. like, okay, it's wrong to me, but I'm not gonna call her out on Twitter about it. And then, so somebody did, and guess what? Hundreds of people are tweeting, hundreds of people, I'm guarantee you, hundreds of people who've never met this girl are tweeting about this. And, you know, they're tweeting the most, like, let me just, uh, I was, you know, I, I, I know I try not to like, you know, as much as I talk about this, I, I go, I, I freaking read all of it. I don't know why. I'm just like, I'm just curious as how fucked up people are. Maybe I should read less of it. Maybe, maybe. But there are people who are tweeting who have like, they're just tweeting like, uy, uh, gaguka. Like, like, bobomo. Like, I don't, I don't, I didn't see anything naman na super like magpakamatay ka na or something like that, but something like, ang, ang, ang pangit ng work mo, like, cause, uh, this person who, who said this, made this comment is an artist, right? So they're attacking not only the person, they're attacking her, her, her job. Like, it's crazy. And there are people making memes about this person now. Like, dude, look, there's some people are calling her an elitist bitch from the start. Like what? Just because she gave her opinion, and it, granted, it wasn't a—I don't think it was a great opinion—but to be called an elitist bitch because of your opinion, I don't know. I don't know, man. 
there are there people okay so if you ask me are there people who do deserve the hate yeah i think so there are a couple people you know if you post a video of yourself kicking a dog and putting it online i feel like you can get a lot of hate and i wouldn't bat an eye about it but there are to to say something like i don't think this uh, exhibit is great because i think people will take photos there and won't really appreciate the work of the van gogh and even though that might be like, who are you to say that Van Gogh's work is gonna not gonna be appreciated? It's not worth. It's not. It's not. It doesn't warrant being called an elitist bitch nagago. You know. So, it's like, shut up, people. <laughs> call out culture. Just don't do it. It takes minimal effort to mute that person. If that tweet really bugged you. Just mute it. Why do you have to join in on the, what they call, uh, what's the word? A lynch mob. You're part of a fucking lynch mob. You know those lynch mobs where, where they would bring people in the middle of the street and call them witches? Dude, witches aren't real, but that should happen in real life. Do you know that? That people would bring women out who were deemed witches by one person or two people who are like, yeah, that bitch is a witch. And guess what? When you bring them to the street, the people just join in. They, they actually they don't even know what's happening, right? They'll go up to someone. It's like, "Ano yare? Oi, witch daw yun? Witch ba? Okay, fuck that witch. Let's burn her." And then people start saying, "Yeah, let's burn her." That's the same thing with Twitter callout culture. I guarantee you, half the people who are tweeting about this don't know shit about that person, or most of them, not even fifty. I'm saying ninety percent of the people who are who are bashing this person right now on Twitter, they don't know shit about art. I, I guarantee you. I, I bet they don't know anything about art either. And, ah, uh, yeah, sorry to be super, like, passionate about it. But, dude, just, it takes nothing to mute someone you don't want to see online. And if you feel like you really got to bash someone, like, just do it to their face. But you're not because you're a pussy. I'm <laughs> sorry. It's such a, like, that's why I, I get a little bit angry about that. Because when I when I was being bashed, dude, whoever was doing it, if they could do it to my face, I would I, I, I would love to see that, you know? But these are people who are honestly, honestly, just ignorant, most of the time, cowardly people who are bored. They are bored, they are cowardly, and they are just, they get a thrill from being an asshole. So don't do that shit. If you've ever commented something mean on someone's Instagram and you've never met them, dude, just fucking unfollow them and don't ever think about them in your life ever again. There's no need for that, man. For real. Damn. It's crazy. Anyway, that's the podcast for today. <laughs> Happy and a positive Tuesday. Yay! No, but in, in all seriousness, um, just be nicer. You know, if there's any point that I'm trying to make now, like, don't call people out online at least. Do it to their face, man. I, you know what? For me, I would respect that. If someone called me out to my face and said, hey, JC, I think what you did or what you said was wrong. At least you'd be doing it to my face, and at least I know it's coming from someone who knows me, I'm guessing. But if you're going to do it behind the face of an anonymous alter account or a, or a troll account, or even if it's your real account, but you have no intentions of ever like coming to see me and talk to me about it, or at least message me personally first before calling me out publicly, dude, go, go to hell, man, for real. So, yeah, you're the elitist bitch. Just kidding. Ha! <laughs> All right, so 
Thank you to everyone who tuned in. Uh, if you made it this far, then you are probably all riled up just like me. You're probably punching the air right now. But I'd like to shout out some people on um, who followed me on the Tevez of the Best. Hello to Indigo. Hi, Indigo. Hello to Anthony Aberilia. I do this on the Halala show as well. So hello to Catch Shots, to Poch Pochoy, Kenneth Palambiano, Bertie is Money, Hey Patrick Star, Avicii J. Feel free to DM me on... Um, on the Instagram page of Tevez of the Best. I usually reply. I think I've replied to everyone. So, you know, I know you can't get through to my personal all the time, but try to go on Tevez of the Best and talk to me about the podcast. Like, I get it if you want to talk to me about other stuff, which I appreciate, but I, I, I would love if you talk to me about stuff about the podcast because that's what it's for. And we Coco David who's listening to the Halala show now. Thank you. Okay. So, yeah. there's Oh, shit. There's some construction going on here in my building. So, happy Tuesday. Catch you guys on Friday. And uh, let me know what you think. See ya! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.